Hey everybody, welcome back to the Hayden Alabama Podcast. My name is Philip. I'm Brad. I'm Alan Armstrong, District 1 Road Commissioner. Alan's joining us today and he's going to give us some insights to his roles and responsibilities, some current projects that are going on in our area. He's also going to provide some information that many of you are probably wondering in our area about 160 and some of the developments there. Lastly, he's going to talk to us about conflict management. If anybody knows much about his role, there's conflict there, and he's going to give us some keys of how he maintains and overcomes those. And then last but not least, dad jokes. So that's where we are. We have some – I'm going to let Alan start off and just tell a little bit about himself. So go ahead. I'm Alan Armstrong. I grew up here in Blunt County, born and raised in the Hayden area, graduated to Hayden High School, worked hard and uh, played hard all my life. I, I enjoy racing. My son races now. My dad used to race, so – just uh, didn't ever want to leave. I got to travel doing some racing stuff and uh, just want to stay home. This is home to me. All right, we have some questions for Alan today to guide our conversation. So let's, let's get started with the first one. Can you describe a situation where you encountered a conflict with another department or stakeholder during a road infrastructure project? We have, but typically we try to uh, uh, have meetings with the engineer, the foreman, the crew, and anybody else that may be involved to help minimize those conflicts. Get ahead of them. Get ahead of them. Now, I've had day-to-day conflicts out on the job, like uh, our sidearm mower, mow trim, trimming the tree limbs. They, uh, you know, people don't like it. It is ugly, but it's a, it's a necessity. <laughs> that's that's the big old boom with a circular blade on that's it. That's it. That so, uh, is impressive. I, I had a gentleman call me, and he was complaining. And uh, so I had our guys, I, I explained to him why. And so I had our guys move out of the area, and about a year later, he called me, and he said, hey, you remember what I was grappling about? I said, yes, sir. I said, the tree limb's starting to get the cars, ain't they? He said, yeah, can you send that thing back? So, <laughs> so that, that's communication, that's key. Boy, you said it there. Communication's yep. absolutely key. Well, how do you approach and resolve conflicts that arise between different road projects competing for limited resources? debating we, we like if it's among usually it's amongst the commissioners and so if we got a pool of money now we try to split it up evenly if mm-hmm. there's a big enough pool there uh like the new gas tax that was passed i wasn't a fan of it because the the counties got the crumbs again and your or your smaller counties rural counties bigger counties like jefferson madison uh they got the bigger lump of the sum the higher the population, the higher, more? That's how our gas taxes are distributed. Okay. So, so therefore, we're 60,000 here in Blunt County or just under it. Jefferson County's got 650. And mm. my my gripe to the legislature on that is that you got a lot of them down there riding public transportation. You know, not, not knocking anybody that has to use it, but they're not paying a gas tax. Mm. I mean, I don't think we have to use our imagination to think that the community sometimes – may not understand what your crews are doing have you ever had a time where you've had to mediate between the crew and the community i have and i've uh i've you know nobody likes to nobody likes to what the process we don't have the luxury of going over in their yard and paving a temporary road and while we fix this one like yeah. the interstate you know you'll see the state so we don't have that luxury so typically about October, November, we'll reclaim the roads, plow them up, turn them back to dirt, do any kind of a, a base stabilization that needs doing, 
And the reason I do that, because if we try to do it January or February, you're in rain season. Yeah. And it's it's never going to harden up and cure. So typically we like to have them, you know, back to where they're pretty firm before Christmas. And uh, that usually happens. Sometimes you get some wet wet days or you got a, you got a base issue that you might have to go back in and dig out. But anyway, we, we let them cure out. You get freeze, rains, all that, road compaction, your buses, your uh, garbage trucks are on it, plus our rollers. Yep. And about mid-April this year, it got a little cool on us, so we got started later. Uh, that's when we start trying to put a road back down tar and gravel. And like I said, nobody likes that. And it's sit year after year after year. That's the same thing. You know, I've faced yeah. it this year. So. so a lot of the questions and requests that you get, are you limited in, in what you can respond to because those are strictly like out of your jurisdiction, like it's a state project that you can't touch? Yes, like, we have like a lot of stuff on 160 or the red light. You know, everybody wants a red light. I don't think a red light's going to fix the issue down there. Well, it's not. It's not in, in front of the schools? Well, now we or, we lobbied for that. Uh, myself, David Standards, uh, Randall Shedd. Shay Shellnut, our state senator, uh, all the council at Hayden, we sent letters, and they come out there and done another study. Because what I figured was, if we could get a red light there, I think one will work. Plus, it'll free up one of the SRO officers to go flag at another exit right. entrance point. So, I think one would be good there. I don't think one will work down here uh, off-ramp, northbound off-ramp. Uh, a lot of nights you see traffic is already backed up nearly into the travel lane on i-65 mm -hmm. so that red light's going to back that traffic up and it's so heavy at those times of the day well i saw back to having to communicate to the community you're coming up valleydale now uh, valleydale uh, valley trail and i saw this week you know it dried out and of course as you're laying that down it's dusty and I, I'm sure you received some complaints about the dust. And so what you responded out there that, hey, you're going to send some water trucks out, try to make, you know, so I guess it's always kind of something. We did. Uh, we got a new vendor this year. Uh, we have to take bids every year. Anything over $15,000, they're changing that to thirty, but still on a big project or rocks and stone and mm -hmm. tar is going to far exceed that. But anyway, it's a new vendor, and their washing process was was – not good i'll just mm. put it that way i could tell the stone was a little more dirty but you know it is what it is with the rains got on it and that's just it you know it happens uh yeah. it, we got some from madison materials back about 10 years ago that was like that and i had the fire departments go out and hose the rock down midstream you know wow just to just to try to alleviate some of the dust it's just a it's just a dirty process it is it is I'm not too familiar with many of the projects that y'all have done, but the one I've been most impressed with was out on County Road 7. That was a massive sinkhole, wasn't it? Well, yeah. or, or did the road, did it just give out because of an underground stream? We we think it may have had an underground, a wet weather stream. And uh, there was a small covert down there mm -hmm. that handled everything. And re actually only, I'm trying to remember now, that's been three years ago. I won't say there was only 16 acres that fed that mm -hmm. or if you go back towards the one lane tunnel there's a couple of box covers down there and you got over 100 acres that feeds that mm -hmm. but either way whatever happened it happened they had one in walker county that same night uh i remember that night it was easter uh, uh bradley ivy member of the fire department called me he said hey we got a washout in seven i said is it big he said it's pretty big and so 
I rode over there, and immediately I'm calling the engineer, and because uh, I've never seen nothing like it. I it was mammoth. It was 123 foot across and 55 foot deep. So, so who made that? Did it a, did a, a citizen make that discovery, or was no, it one of you? Luckily, a fire a Banger Fire Department was headed back over the mountain. They had been helping West Blunt with some trees, and so one of the trees, when it fell, uh, caught the phone and power line. And was just hanging over the road. So they come to a stop, and there was no road there. That's, so, yeah, had the tree not been there, they may have drove off in that it. That could have been ugly. Exactly. Uh, I mean, probably killed them. Oh, that yeah, it would have. It would have. Yeah, that's a, that's a cliff. Yeah, there. that's, 50, like I said, 55 foot to the deepest. But anyway, I, was trying, I called the engineer, and our, I called foreman back, and our crews. Then I called the engineer, and I'm like, hey, I, I don't know how to explain this. I mean, because it's, and I said, <laughs> there's a hole. <laughs> I said, it's, I, I don't know, Dustin, it's, it's, it's dark, but it's deep and it's wide. And, uh, by the time Dave, our foreman, a great guy come up, he goes, my gosh, it looks like something from the movies. I said, that's it. I said, Dustin, it looks like something from the movies. They just ain't a bus off in here. This is the, the sequel to 2012 being filmed here in Blount County. Did you ever see that? Where basically California fell off in the Pacific. Uh-huh. Good stuff. You need to go back and watch it. Okay. It'll be reminiscent of that night. Yeah. So. Have you, since you've been the commissioner, had a time where you met resistance from a group of people or an organization to not do a project? And how did you work through that? Yeah. a lot. Some of the toughest ones are economic development. So uh, if you've got a... The bill number was 772, so we call it a 772. It's basically a tax abatement. And the more the more you spend on a project, the more rebate you get back on your taxes. Now, we can't abate any educational taxes. But sometimes, you know, if it's if we feel like it's a benefit to the town or community, you know, we're, we're able to offer help. And we've got an EDC director, uh, Don Mitchell, who walks us through some of that stuff. And sometimes, you know, people don't want growth or they don't want this. But a guy's bought property, and he's going to do something good for the community, we feel like, and we need to help him out. Because at the end of the day, it benefits the whole county as far as economic development. Mostly helps the school system. Which is a good thing. Well, our retail sales tax, a lot of people don't know it. uh, It was up until the new sales tax passed a few years ago. uh, The school system actually got uh, 75% of all sales tax. Now it's down to, since they added that and they gave some to roads, some to fire departments, and that's part of the reason I wasn't a fan of that. I know everybody needs money, but it started off as a road plan, and I'm not saying it don't help us. It's it's helped us. But that took that percentage down. Even though the school system's getting more, uh, they're now at like 66% of getting all sales tax, but that's based off three cents and not two anymore. Man. Can you tell us about timeline managing timeline and maybe how you what you've done to help work through a timeline to keep it on pace what is that a what do you do to make sure that all that flows well we got to make sure we got the material uh and since covid it's been hard to get materials whether it be building materials uh our aggregate uh just uh, numerous things people to work people to work (laughs) knock on wood i had a really good crew they was seasoned when I got here, some of those are retiring off. I've actually only got one full-time member that was here when I got here now, so they've all retired off. But we've hired some what I feel like is a really good team, 
and they're probably ready to make another 15 or 20 year run as far as wow being experienced uh, a lot of local guys and uh they are i knew what kind of workers they were i'd, I'd worked with some of them before and uh you know we just making sure they have what they need and making sure we've sat down and got a plan before we start uh i'm gonna brag on them we uh, had two structures that needed attention hay cemetery bridge it had uh, got damaged by a heavy truck crossing it or something so it's been closed but we was going to replace the johnson bridge to johnson roads up there in nectar just off 160 but uh was able to get a grant from u.s fish and wildlife for one hundred and sixty-eight thousand dollars to do both structures and in 15 days we had them installed and complete solid Yep. The Hay Cemetery Road that's over there by where I grew up, that it was is. a one-lane It was cross-tie bridge, and that bus went over it a yep. hundred million times. <laughs> what, yeah, yeah, and it, it had finally got a load rating down to around three tons. Go give us a ballpark figure. I know it just so many different variables, but if you're going to say, all right, I need a bridge to go across this creek, 50-foot um, bridge, Oh, that's millions, right? Yeah, a couple of million. Good 2, 2.5. Okay. Probably. 50 feet. Yeah. To do Blaylock Bridge, you're probably looking at $5 million. Good grief. Well, maybe you, more. You got my you got my interest up on this now, talking about dangerous situations in any kind of scary moment you've had in your, your career. Like You're like, man, that was a close one. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've had a limb, several large limbs will get these high wind events, mm-hmm. and sometimes it won't even be raining. I think we had one a few weeks ago. But, I mean, a, a a rotten limb weighs 50 pounds you know comes by you while you're cutting a tree out of the road oh, yeah. and it falls i mean just stuff <clears> like <throat> it our our biggest deal is people driving too fast while we're out working are you kidding it is unreal you talk about valley uh you know posted limit was 25 miles an hour and i know they're running 40 or better yeah as they come by and it's a dangerous situation for us and our guys they're probably on their phone as they're doing it too. Most so. time they're down there looking like <laughs> yeah. this. So that can be a, that can be a problem. Get we had, a, get we had, a little spike strip keep on well, the truck. Yeah, we had a <laughs> had to go well. I was having to leave for a meeting. We was spot shooting County Road Five. This is a long time ago. Randall Fuller, his, his wife works mm-hmm. candy mm-hmm. school system. But anyway, uh, Randall calls me like, "Hey, we got a we got an issue." I said, "What is it?" He said, "There's a car turned over in the ditch." Mm. So we got signs out everywhere, loose gravel, men working, and he's got a stop sign, a paddle board, and she was running so fast, she put the brakes on, skidded right by him, hit the ditch, and turned over. Luckily, she was all right. He was all right, but it's stuff like that. you know. Work hazards. Yep, exactly. All right, so you talked about a, a few uh, dangerous moments there. Got any humor, anything funny that you experienced in your in your career? I do actually. I try to keep a couple of the the, the school kids working part time. You know, uh, so do I, I. I know we <laughs> need a lot of development on on some of the younger generation out in the field. Seth Gardner was working for us years ago, and we're putting a huge pipe in on High Rock Road. And so Randy has been here. Randy was our our most seasoned worker he had been here since 1979 so he Whoa. worked under gene blaylock way back in the day and this is about probably 214 215 i can't remember when seth graduated but anyway randy's rolling the pipe and he cuts his hand and he looks at it like this and there's blood pouring out and seth just wilted so we <laughs> actually wound up having to 
carry Seth to the doctor too. Wow. Because Randy needed stitches also. So give me so some yeah. duct tape so I can carry this boy to the exactly, ER. Exactly. <laughs> Randy's Randy's one of those that Randy Jones his name. Uh he's one of those that he's retired but he still works for me part time. He just wanted to come back and still work. Uh so uh he's one of those you can leave out in the middle of nowhere with a shovel and ten hours later you come back and get him, he'd still be shoveling. Wow. He's one of those guys. Hard worker. He is, he is. But yeah, that's my that's one of the funny ones that's okay. out there. Let's go to Highway 160. It's mm. on everybody's hearts and minds. It was one of, when we first started this podcast, a recommendation from one of our listeners wanted to know Highway 160 update. So just tell everybody what you got right now. Uh, right now, they were looking at doing, for the last three to four years, they've been doing some studies, done some drawings, and this is all out dot. It's out of the local officials' hands. I mean, we can give them recommendations and, and what we think because we're here day to day. They actually done some traffic studies, had cameras put up. You wouldn't believe the people that turn up the wrong ramp. The, you know, like, so if you're going southbound, they'll get into the southbound off ramp. Nice. Right side by side. Oh, yeah. Several videos of that. But anyway, they, they done some drawings of uh, three roundabouts, and I know everybody's heard about the roundabouts. But uh, last word I got, one of our assistants from engineering called me because she attended the meeting. Uh, we couldn't make it. And uh, they have said they're going back to a redraw. So what that means, I don't know. Uh, without dots, you never can tell. So the original plan was the three. Three, exactly. Okay. I think the one in Cleveland, uh, people have adjusted to that well, but it's one. Yeah, it worked. It, and I feel like it works well because, uh -huh. you know, maybe – once or twice a week, I might have traveled to Ayana, and I used to go up there instead of the red light, and you would watch air go by. For a long so, time. So now if everybody navigates it right, it it works good there. Uh, I think the one on the west side of the interstate would work really well, because what you have is uh, Skyline Drive, County Road 8, which it really is on the books, uh, has the highest car count for a county road in our whole county. Are you serious? Yeah. It's like 3,400 cars a day. So what you have is you got people coming down Skyline and then coming east, either getting on the on ramp or going to the schools. Mm -hmm. And so, and then you got all the influx of traffic going towards going west, trying to get on the interstate. And the way they had that drew up, there was there would be two lanes there, inside and outside, and then a, a turn lane getting onto the interstate from the west. And one, of course, people in the roundabout would fill in on the setting and there was going to be two going on the own route. So you'd have double lanes of traffic getting on, which I think that would have worked great over there. Cause if you ever try to leave out early in the morning, going to Birmingham, it's a, it's, it's a line of yeah, cars. It is, especially during school, which is, you know, eight months out of the year, nine mm -hmm. months. So, so we're, anyway, we're up to 10 now. So. Are we up to 10? We're up to 10 I months. Need to give y'all a little more time off. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take <laughs> so, it. Sold. Yeah, I agree. What about, one more thing on 160. Any more talks of widening, buying more property, anything like no, that? No, they actually, uh, gosh, that goes back. Robert Bentley was elected in 210, and he made Mr. Cooper the uh, highway director. So Dot had already acquired a lot of right-of-way, uh, over 50% of the right-of-way they needed. So they come back, called us to Montgomery. We went down there and met with Mr. Cooper, and they canned the plan. And there's a, there's a stack of plans at the Hayden Town Hall like this. Mm. And so what they've done, they actually sold some of the right-of-way back to the owners. That mm. If they wanted to buy it back, they could. 
uh, and they still they still have quite a bit of right away, but nothing on widening. Uh, I serve on a board, Metropolitan Planning Organization. That's I was able myself and Brett King served on there with me at the time, and was able to get the the turn lane there at Mount Woods Lake Road. So just talk to me because we're, we all deal with conflict, and just give us some of your guiding principles when you get that negative feedback on Facebook or whatever for different reasons. They may not know, they may know, or whatever. What are your guiding principles to just work through that? Well, you you try to you try to talk to them, and sometimes people once they talk to you, they vent and they're done. Hmm. On my end of it, uh, you know, I run competitively in racing long after high school. I I raced really up until 2010, and you just need to any, anything in life too. Check your ego at the door, and communicate. Uh, you know, don't don't let it, don't let your personal feelings get involved. Mm, that's a good word. So, two good things: check your ego at the door, and then communicate. Communication goes a long way. It does. For instance, like uh, I have Trace do it all the time uh, when he's racing. Uh, a few weeks ago, he's the one that wound up spinning out. He cut across the guy's nose. It was just a racing deal, but I made sure he went down there because him and the guys, that guy's pretty good buddies, and it's like, okay, go. Go talk it out. Tell him, you know, here's what happened on my end. I didn't mean anything by it because it can fester up and oh, yeah. you know, if you don't, if you don't go ahead and talk about it now. What is it? An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. That's it. That's it. <laughs> it it's probably not the best uh, suggestion, but you were talking about the things like um, uh, how you ma- manage conflict. Uh, this is probably not the best suggestion, but here lately, a policy I'm tempted to take is just don't reply. Yep. Like, yeah, exactly. When, when, when you sometimes it's not worth it. You have the discernment between a legitimate question and just a foolish statement. Every Re- question don't need to answer. That's right. I mean, as bad as that may sound, ever ever comment might not need that's right. a comment back. Uh, you know, and like I said, the emotions and the personal feelings. Uh, I go back to like Trace, how I try to teach him. There's going to be times where he gets out and he's irate, and I tell him, go up, go up and try to get it out and don't let anybody see you. All right, Alan, tell us about some of the latest projects and maybe some future things. Well, we uh, got a grant and redone the uh, Overlook Bridge that Aldot abandoned on 79 at Cleveland. Uh, turned out really nice. Uh, we restored the fire, t- the fire tower at Palisades Park through a grant. Uh, all this was done with grant money. We had the, finally completed the annex renovation uh, at the Hayden, old mm-hmm. Hayden Middle School, and uh, just a lot of stuff going on. Uh, we've got the uh, new building at Cleveland that's going to turn out really great. I was up there with the, the agribusiness center. Yeah, and it's going to house. Uh, we got a. It's called Blunt County Extension. It offers services if you've got like to farmers or if you've average Joe has a grub or something in his shrubs or his yard. You call up there and they guide you through it. They'll they'll be housed there. Economic development. The school system is putting a teaching unit in there for an advanced agricultural class. Uh, Wallace State's going to hold some things there. And plus, we've got an open air arena that can host anything from car shows to rodeos. It's a big it's a big project. It is. It I is. drove out there and saw it the other day. We was able to actually get a, a U.S. Fish and Wildlife grant uh, for that. Also, uh, we we installed that bridge. That's three three bridges since December that my guys have installed man so you know 
lot, a lot of stuff going on in Blount County, and that whole building so far we've done it with uh, with the grant money. Excellent. Well, speaking of the projects, uh, you know, just wanted to, on behalf of the coaches and the kids, athletes up there, you know, I know y'all have contributed a lot through, you know, just support and services. So uh, kids have benefited a lot from y'all's well, efforts, so we appreciate it. I'd, I'd like to do all we can. Uh, like I said, I grew up here. I try to invest back in our community. Uh, I do what we can. Uh, uh, principal at the middle school, she's got a project for us. We're going to do some – she's going to do a basketball court on the old football field. And uh, I think the PE teacher at the uh, elementary school needs some dirt work. So, you know, we try to we try to balance and we try to do all we can for the school system too and doing our daily jobs. Right. So. A lot of people needing things. Yeah, they are. Oh, yeah. And then you're managing that. That's it. Try to. <laughs> well, let's get to a, one of our favorite portions. We're going to make you stick around for the dad jokes. We have three apiece, as always, and the rule is try not to smile or laugh. Brad usually loses, so maybe you'll come out at least second. I had a strong showing last week. I don't know that I could match it this week. I'm, I've got you were the, strong last week. I've got, a, I've got the not laughing down so far. Usually I'm laughing at this point already when it says don't laugh. If you have not seen it, I'm kind of like a kid in church. You know, the, the harder you think about not laughing, the funnier it the gets. The funnier it gets, yeah. yeah. So. So. If, a, if a pig loses its voice, does it become disgruntled? Well, how do flat earthers travel? On a plane. Nice. Where do boats go when they get sick to the dock? What is a guitar player's favorite Italian food? Stromboli. a good one i was in a job interview the other day and they asked if i could perform under pressure i said no but i can perform bohemian rhapsody that's pretty that's yeah, yeah that's the dumbest it's, it's funny that <laughs> <laughs> got me on that yeah, strong comment yeah. there i like it <laughs> dumbest equals best yeah my wife is really mad that i have no sense of direction so i packed up my stuff and rot have you heard about the restaurant on the moon? Great food, no atmosphere. I was reading a horror story in Braille. I can just feel that something bad's about to happen. <laughs> you got me with feels. Yeah. What kind of car does an egg drive? A Yolks wagon. Solid. We appreciate you joining us today. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, you know, maybe we've got some information out there. Uh, it's easiest to contact me through the annex office. Uh, Danette's usually sitting there manning the phones or the engineer's office. Uh, so, you know, uh, if I can't talk to you right then, I'll, I'll try to call you back. This is Hayden Alabama Podcast. I'm Philip. I'm Brad. I'm Alan. We'll see you next time. See ya.